Hello and welcome to this week's Independent Music Podcast. Ten of the best new tracks each week, hosted by me, Anthony Chalmers. And me, Gareth May. Hello and welcome to this week's Independent Music Podcast. Soothed you in quite nicely there with the sounds of Pink Sifu and a real bad man. Track is called Tokyo Blunts featuring Armand Hammer and Conquest Tony Phillips. It's uh, taken from the record Real Bad Flights, which, uh, yeah, so a little bit of a flute or some sort of woodwind uh, with some great bass hooks in there as well, I would say. Yeah, absolutely. I love that flute in the background. There's no surprise to anyone. The track went straight on into the other track that listeners won't really be able to tell. Is it 
Is it an album album or is it regarded as like a mixtape? Uh, what was going on it's there? It's an album album. <laughs> yeah, sorry. yeah, it is. It is an album. It's just online. I mean, this is quite a common thing in hip hop, I find, is that they just put the whole album as one stream online, but you can then purchase it in its proper formats and sort of mixed down formats, which I do not have access to right this second, but I did order Fine. it from the wonderful Tough Kong Records out of Rome, essentially the European home of underground US hip-hop, I would say. Tough Kong. Tough Kong. Loads of stuff from, uh, say, Real Bad Man, uh, who releases that music in uh, the US. Loads of their stuff goes out on uh, Tough Kong. Loads of Baldy James releases, obviously a favourite of ours, uh, particularly yours. And uh, yeah, so lots of that sort of quite short run really nice vinyl production of underground u.s hip-hop in europe comes via tough kong nice terrible artwork oh you mean the uh the sort of the split plane yeah it's uh <laughs> it's a uh, it's a uh, strong work strong work um not, not one for the cover of the uh the pods this week no no, no it will not be the cover of the uh, pod. no but um we've uh, well you never know you can choose whatever uh, exactly you like. <laughs> i might do it now but anyway i pink sifu is you know one who's been a favorite of ours for a couple of years now the moniker of livingston matthews um released one of the truly great records of this decade i would say a negro came out in 2020 also fly sifu is collaboration with fly anakin also 2020 on lex his record gumbo came out last year and he's also had two with young morpheus as well and a real bad man adam weissman he had a great record with baldy james earlier this year called killing nothing he also produced the baldy james and mayhem lauren track we played way back in january 2021 on pod 307 uh, so has appeared on this podcast in the past Nice. Before we go on to my first song, I just want to say thank you very much, as always, to The State 51 for sponsoring this podcast, wonderful record label, distributor, music hub. They work with labels like uh, Ghostbox, and Castles in Space. And, uh, you know, Castles in Space, they released the Warrington Runcorn Newtown Development Plan. And we were delighted to see that Gordon, who's of that moniker, is a new patron for the podcast. So thank you very much, Gordon. And now I'm like thinking, have I played him on the pod? <laughs> I don't think maybe not, even though I have very much enjoyed his music for a long time. Well, funny thing about, so usually we start this podcast with a banger and I have no bangers for the podcast apart from in the patron only section where it is all bangers for me this week. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash independent music podcast. If you like the lovely Gordon Chapman Fox want to join us there. I don't choose my sequence until uh, I just do it on the fly. Do it live. So I just... Exactly. I, I choose which one as it goes, depending on what you played and if, if I think I need to change it in the direction or anything. And anyway, I was thinking that, you know, our last week's podcast was loads of rap, dub and dancehall. And then we started off with another rap song. So I thought I'd take it down a completely different line and play you a new release from Southern Lord Records. This is a collaboration between The Lord, which is the moniker of Greg Anderson, him of One Half of Sun, and violinist and vocalist Petra Hayden. Greg is also who owns and runs and part of Southern Lord. So the track's called Devotional, and this is the, the title the track of the album. Thank you. 
There we go, six minutes of heavy, repetitive, percussive, wailing magic from The Lord and Petra Hayden. That's a new album called Devotional, out on Southern Lord Records on October the 21st. How did you like that? I enjoyed it a lot. I knew as soon as it started, I was going to enjoy it. 21st of October is my cat's birthday, funnily enough. But um, uh, no. <laughs> Not far off your birthday. It is exactly a week before my birthday. It's how I always remember <laughs> the cats. But anyway, the um, <laughs> yeah. Now, when are you putting that on in a church? Because obviously that has to be put on in a church. Some, that, that would certainly work incredibly well. I've got no idea if it's a sort of live project. Yeah. Sounds to me like it's more than just uh, the two of them. Uh, obviously, you've got some overdubs and stuff like that. But, you know, maybe, maybe if the vocalist is also doing drums and violin and then the guitar, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm just uh, making a note now to listen to it after we finish recording. Because, um, yeah, I'm certain I will enjoy listening to that a lot in real life. Yeah, I'm trying to check if there's actually any more of it online. There's two songs online. There's another one called The End of Absence you can check out as well. But the full album, I guess, will be out as and when on release day. And a very nice artwork on this one, possibility for the cover. Greg Anderson, you might know from his work in Sun and at the label. But uh, Petra Hayden was a name that was new to me. But actually, it turns out I know her work through many things pretty well. And probably you do too. She's a member of Decemberists, always been a member of that band, but also done previous collaborations with Sun. She played on the first couple of Sun albums with Greg Anderson, with their previous band Goat Snake, uh, all sorts of stuff. So as well as her own music, of which she's done uh, numerous collaborations and also just her own bands in family bands. Yes, all sorts. So yeah, there she is, Petra Hayden, probably from the same scene, you know, back from the start, they're about the same age. So yes, no, there we go. Yeah, really, really nice. Um, I'm going to play something quite unusual in a lot of ways. So have you ever heard of uh, the genre Scrams or Scrams Pop, Anthony Chalmers? Scrams. Scrams, S-K-R-A-M-Z. Um, Absolutely not, no. So essentially, this is a genre, essentially shouty emo that belongs in hushed rooms. It's a... Uh, there's an article, I fell into a real hole a week or two ago. Shouty emo that belongs in hushed rooms. What madness are you talking about? Uh, well, I fell into a bit of a hole a couple of weeks ago with this, where I ended up reading an article about it, and it described this genre as, quote, hardcore tunes for languishing comfortably beneath the covers. And essentially, it's what they call like the fifth wave of emo. And I've never really been a fan of any emo music in any of the previous four waves. Yeah, I was going to say, which wave is what? But yeah, I was at the American football uh, on Sunday with my dad and the halftime entertainment was by Youngblood, who's sort of a stadium, massive sort of pop emo guy. I don't know uh, what wave he is. I actually enjoyed it more than I thought I would. You can get away with quite a lot by just sort of shouting and playing loudly, uh, as I've learned over the years of live music. Yeah, that is for sure. I would say the fifth wave, which uh, emerged in very late 2019. So essentially, this came out and then developed during lockdown, essentially. So young people who are essentially locked down in their bedrooms uh, during COVID, which as we all know is now over. Yeah, so what comes out of it is this sort of shouty music that is quite quiet at the same way, completely madness as, you know, a massive contradiction. In terms of I'm going to just play some music, this is 
from an artist called Cicada Head. Um, Can't be intrigued, Gareth uh, Main. Well, we you've, shall uh, see. You're, you're a proper wild card. We, we shall see. Yeah, wild card for this pod for sure, I would say. Um, <laughs> but anyway, this is Cicada Head. It's from their debut album. This is called McCultra RP. So you go. Hopefully that makes some sense now, having listened to it. Uh, yeah, very sort of very lo-fi, very bedroom recording, very sort of DIY, which is sort of yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Like a little bit of sort of hardcore there, but with sort of like indie pop or something. I don't know. Yeah, certainly it's interesting. So as you know, we try to keep things very fresh on this podcast, and no one is a bigger critic of Anthony and myself than we are of ourselves. I would say, and uh, always worried about getting repetitive. And, and Nick and and Nick, obviously, <laughs> yeah, Nick in fairness has to get through all the detritus. Um, now, <laughs> yeah, he's, 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 he's the one who has to listen to all the stuff that you don't have to listen to. Yeah, he's the one that really suffers in the making of these podcasts. So apologies for that, Nick. But, you know, like, I know for a fact I play sort of quite a lot of electronic and sort of go off on a bit of a, can get quite heavy and quite wild with that. So bring it back to some guitars and uh, then actually my next track is guitar-led as well. But anyway, uh, Cicada Head, McCultra RP is the name of the track. It's taken from their self-titled debut record released on Honeysuckle Records and Oliver Glenn Records, uh, two US labels, one from Missouri, the other one from Michigan. Uh, Cicada Head, I think it's just uh, one guy uh, from Baltimore. And I have no other information other than everything else that I talked about before, but that sort of the hushed emo 
there was one other band I came across, <laughs> who, and their name was Your Arms and My Cocoon, which was the most vague band title I think I've heard, possibly ever. Absolutely terrible. <laughs> I actually have a track coming. I'm not going to play it this one. Maybe play it afterwards. That um, doesn't sound anything like that one, but it's also a sort of bit different than we normally play. And I was like, I like this. It's quite different than what we normally play. Not 100% about it, but... Uh, Yes, it's it's coming later. When later? I don't know. Maybe it'll be in the Patreon bit, maybe not. But we're going to find ourselves on familiar ground here for my next song with a new record by Sunrise Orchestra. I say familiar ground. I'm not sure if we've ever played them on the podcast. Apparently, it's only their second uh, album since the death of Sun Ra himself. And that was before we started the pod. So oh, wow. around the same time, give or take. So yeah, so second album in you know, 10, 13, 15 years or something. Uh, They've got a track online here and I think it is absolutely excellent. And I think it is one that, uh, you know, everyone knows the orchestra. They're a band that sell loads of live tickets. Well, these days, they definitely didn't used to 10 years ago, but you know, they've risen in popularity with uh, jazz got getting more popularity and to them doing hard touring and getting the word out. And they are an absolute band of maestros and uh, the album is called somebody else's idea this is the first track from it it's coming out on uh says here omni sound i think it's also on k7 on uh strut sorry maybe strut in europe omni sound in america or something i'm not sure makes sense but anyway this track is called living sky
There we go. Another completely different than the last song, but six minutes long, also featuring a lot of repetition and droning. And I think that I can't wait to own that record. See what mood you've been in this last week. I've got a mad, mad avant techno track coming though, so no fear. Super. <laughs> that is uh, Living Sky from somebody else's idea from Sunra's orchestra. I mentioned that Sunra died maybe 15 years ago. I've got that quite wrong there. It was closer to 30 years ago, actually, so in uh, 1993. But uh, yeah, the orchestra have continued to tour under the guidance of Marshall Allen, who's been there since the start. And uh, yeah, only the second idea, uh, second idea, second album that they've done since uh, his death. So says the press release. I mean, anyway. a couple of corrections there, both related to the same thing. Sunra hasn't died, obviously. Obviously. He's transcended. <laughs> that makes sense. Actually, I tell you about it, I think it's their second album of original music yeah. as well. I want to say they've recorded loads of music, but second album of original music that they've written afterwards. They've recorded uh, yeah, plenty of uh, collaborations and Sunra music and stuff like that. But this is brand new music from the orchestra. And as you said, Sunra, he cannot die. He travels the space waves. He's, uh, he's up there. Exactly. And so I would say that music was a feast for the ears. And so now I would say it is time to feast on your ears. Uh, this is some sort of grindcore metal from the Catalan, from Barcelona. The band is called Usurp. This is taken from their third LP, their first in five years. The album is called Els Nus Cant de la Sibylla translates as Sibla's new songs. And yeah, they sing in entirely in Catalan. It's uh, yeah, metaphoric lyrics in the Catalan language, it says here. And this one is released on only five labels at the same time, all from Barcelona in the Catalan region. Every one of their albums has got a Hydra on the cover, I see, sort of flicking down on their band camp. Is that right? So, you're looking at this album and the two before, all Hydras on the cover. All oh, right. Um, and what is Hydra symbolizing, Anthony? Well, Hydra symbolizes you cut off one head and two grow back. So if they're trying to think about Catalan independence or something, then it could be that, you know, you cut off, you know, one head of the independence movement and they come back twice as strong. That's a complete guess, but I'm going for that. Yeah, let's go with that. Anyway, this track uh, that I'm going to play from it is called uh, Caval Cant Losa Menor, which uh, translates to Riding the Lesser Bear. It sounds like this.
There you go. Lovely and soothing post-Sunrise Orchestra. I yeah, would I say. loved it. Yes, Osurp, Cavalcant Lossa Menor is the name of the track. It's uh, Riding the Lesser Bear or Little Bear. Google Translate gives me both of them. Taken from their album, Els Nuzcant de la Sibylla, which is released on Deep Breath now. Uh, Eternal Juggernaut Records, uh, Cremon Records, Hecatome Records, Brutal Aratia Records, uh, Crusade Records, all from Spain. Uh, five labels um, and actually funny thing about the five labels is that it's fewer labels than released their last record uh, their last <laughs> record our men pass salco lamour was released on nine labels in 2017 so not sure what four of them did to get dropped from the uh, <laughs> schedule but uh, there you go i hate co-releases so i don't don't envy them that no well, well it's funny because like a lot of the time it's Lots of labels in lots of different sort of countries and sort of areas, or yeah, but doing that, different. That releases. makes sense, but not all out the same country. Yeah, so uh, I, I don't understand. I don't know, and I don't need to know either. I just know that I enjoyed that music. Well, yeah, absolutely. I enjoyed it very, very much as well. So, as I told, mentioned that I decide on the hoof what the sequence is going to be, and I was going to save the the, the seven minute techno one for the patrons because i think that it's my favorite track that i've got from the pod so far uh this week but then i was like man i really want to get this this one to everybody so um if you really really love this song then just think what you've been missing when i put songs this good on the patron end every single week i've got absolute bangers in the patron one this <laughs> this week <laughs> that is for sure Okay, before I play it, Gareth, Utter Records. Yes. I followed them on Bandcamp. That's We don't seem to have played them before. I can't quite figure out why I've got them. Does that ring a bell for anything for you guys? No, not really. Yeah. Like, I follow them on Bandcamp. I've got it here. But not the artists, sort of, uh, apart from Trevor Jackson, leap to mind. I don't no, think I'm not. I'm them. not sure either. So this is a new release on Utter Records from an artist called Coralie. Coralie's from Nottingham. I believe it's a collaboration um, between at least one half of the guys who runs the label. This track called For Maury, uh, which is, uh, I believe, from the blurb, uh, the, the artist's dog. Uh, is, uh, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but I am going to interrupt. We have played them on the pod. We played them on episode 373. We played Vadin, The Presence, on Utter. Ah, okay. That Vadin got in touch with us as a submission, I think. So uh, so there we go. So thank you, Vadin. It all comes around for another Utter release. This is brilliant. It's I don't even know what to call it. It's, it's techno-y, but it's, like, it's quite minimal and quite weird. I like it very much. It's a... Uh, a song for the for his dog this is for maury but for non-patrons that is all we've got time for thank you very much for listening to this week's podcast um if you we'll want to back. join us patreon.com forward slash independent music podcast and we do need to sort out a new live show when one of us isn't sick exactly and um thank you very much and we'll be back with you next week <laughs>